0: End up doing that to the day I die. i like, I'll be in my sleep, I'll be in my sleep, and somebody comes up to me and goes three, two, one, and I'll just wake up. and Clap. I'm so used to it, it's ingrained. It's like, uh, what's that called? Hypno.
1: We're hypnotic.
0: Hypnopedia, hypno something. I learned about it when we read uh, Aldous Huxley's Brave New World. I'm glad
1: to see that despite uh, being off the last couple of episodes, that things have not changed at all.
0: Nope. Well, we're 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 glad to have you back, Micah. Now, yep. tell me, you didn't get one of those sadistic dentists, did you? Like, who kept you in like an underground chamber for your work? Is that why you haven't? Oh, been I know those. Able to know. pilot. <laughs> yeah. Zach Zach knows all <laughs> about them. But yeah. uh, we didn't know where you were the last couple of days, Micah, and, and we had to brave ahead without you. But we sure as hell missed you. So, did you only now just escape, or or what's the situation? <laughs>
1: <laughs> come yeah, up with like some really us. weird stories. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, you know, well first off I'd like to say uh you know I really enjoyed listening to the last couple of episodes as I recovered mm. uh from my uh my surgery or it wasn't really a surgery, it was more of a a tooth uh, extraction is the official <laughs> uh medical term for it and uh just a great job with the Wicknet awards and then uh the the chapter episode uh, that you guys did on Daenerys, I thought uh, it was really uh, well done. So uh, apparently, well, I don't. I don't need to be here. here.
2: <laughs> but uh, what are we talking I'm about? Be... This is Game of Thrones. We all but, love each other. Mm, Mikey, you're like
0: you're like icing on a cake. Even without the icing, like on it's my pop It's still cake. Oh yeah, a pop tart's better. Um, even even without the icing, a pop tart is still pretty good and tastes all right. But the icing really makes it what it yeah.
1: is. Well, yeah. Well, pop tarts without icing, just they're. They tarts. creep me out, dude. They're just like, big NutriGrain bars, basically. <laughs>
2: yeah, you know, like the ones you open and they crack into like powder and shit. <laughs> this isn't worth it, the
1: Nature Valley ones. <laughs> People are going to wonder just what the hell we're talking about. But, you know, just to answer your question real fast, uh, you know, I, I did have my wisdom teeth out, which is surprising, uh, you know, at my age that, uh, I would still need to get them out either at this point, you know, in your life. They're either in a place where they're not going to bother you anymore or, Uh, you've had them out at this point.
0: Oh man. It's, uh, it was betrayed by its own bannerman. It was. It was.
1: And I would be that bannerman. Is that what you're saying? Or is it my toothbrush? I'm not quite sure. I was trying
0: to tie it into Game of Thrones somehow. Like, uh. Toothbrushes are wildfire and you didn't do good enough. No,
1: but really, you guys, the, uh, the real reason why I, I took off is because I wanted to return, uh, on a really big episode and I just had an inkling that some Important information was going to be revealed, uh, prior to our recording our Friday episode. So that is in truth why I have returned for, you, uh, Friday's episode. You did
0: episode. get that job with HBO, didn't you? And you've been holding out on us because you knew this was coming and you yes. haven't been able to tell us.
1: Well, the truth of it is that in the, uh, writing portion of the, no, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> they, they, they gave a hint in a, in, a, in an exercise about, uh, the re- the release date. Uh, that's absolutely not true, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> Here we are. Uh, we have a release date uh, for the first episode for the premiere of season four S4. of Game of Thrones. And are you
0: guys? Are you guys surprised with the results? Let's 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 linger without saying what the, what the date is right now. Are you guys surprised?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh,
2: <laughs> Come on, man! Throw me a freaking bone. I'm, I'm gonna start laughing like George from Back to the Future. Ah. ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh uh Lorraine Chuck uh, George you know
1: <laughs> but i uh, i will say that uh i think march 30th is really feeling gypped right now uh yeah i heard that he's got to go to counseling and he was uh, really looking <laughs> forward to having game of thrones on his day yeah uh and now that is not going to be the case but oh,
0: uh in that case yeah. i want to compose an open letter dear 330 uh Don't feel bad. People always die in these shows, and you should just feel uh, relieved, actually, to not host an evening of death and destruction brought to you by you.
1: However, though, given the fact that it is the Sunday before the premiere, there is a good chance that it will, in fact, host a day of death and destruction (laughs) as they re-air season three. They'll probably re-air
0: the uh, Red Wedding instead. Oh, look at that. So you got the full, like the montage, like the the nonstop back-to-back uh, Game of Thrones as opposed to having the new content. Yes. So,
1: so with that said, uh, season four will premiere on April 6th, and uh, I think what this does actually is it pushes it a little bit more into the start of, I was going to say start of summer, but it'd actually be mid-July probably by the time the show ends, right? Uh, no, no, well, no. What am I talking about?
0: Ten weeks from... You know, because we assume they'll air nonstop unless they skip one week. Didn't they skip Memorial Day? Was it they skipped or did they not last year? I'm, of course, forgetting what happened six months ago.
1: What I did, I mixed up Memorial Day and July Fourth. So yeah, they they actually took a weekend off uh, for Memorial Day, and they decided not to air. I think it was episode nine, uh, uh, and it pushed them into uh, right around mid June, and I think they're starting a little bit later. Uh, than they did uh, last year. So they will end probably mid to late June this season as well.
0: I'm just counting 10 weeks. And, um, you know, well, Easter Sunday is April 20th, which is interesting. Um, But uh, if if it airs on the 6th and they keep going through Easter, uh, screw you, Bunny, you're dead. Uh, 6, 13, 20... Let's see one two three four five six seven eight nine ten. See, welcome uh, to Game of Numbers. Was, yeah. Right? G- game say, of counting. Eric welcome to I. Game of counting. Uh, June eighth, unless they skip uh, a week, which in that case it's June fifteenth. So that puts it right in the begin right right before summer begins. Technically.
1: Yeah. Just to make a note, actually, you know, with Memorial Day weekend, I think Memorial Day holiday will factor in depending on. You know if they want those eyeballs glued to the set for episode nine, if we remember what happened uh on uh season three with the red wedding or the reigns of Castamir, uh they wanted to ensure that people were going to be watching this episode, not out barbecuing and having drinks and living their lives. A few laughs yeah living well, their I think, lives I yeah.
0: think it'll be actually this time it'll be episode eight that airs uh the day before. Um, if it does air, in fact, because they pushed it back a week. Last last year, it premiered on March 31st. This is almost a full week later, so it's actually episode eight now that's in the Memorial Day time slot, that's in the, the potential conflict range. Right. I still think they'll probably skip it, because why not? I mean, it is still a holiday where people will be focused on other things, um, but that means that they would end... Potentially, the finale will air on the 15th
1: yeah. of June. We have uh, a lot to... Certainly look forward to, and you know one of the reasons why they decided to do this last season was of course, because during season two i I think they found that the the ratings actually went down uh, during that during that time slot uh, of on Memorial Day weekend, but we can worry about that uh, as the uh, as the season gets closer and as that particular episode gets closer. I know we put uh, an ask out on Twitter and on Facebook. Now, knowing that season four is going to be on April 6th and knowing actually that we're going to be getting a trailer uh, this Sunday night on HBO, what are people most looking forward to about season four? And I figured the best place to start before we get to social media is with the three of us. What are we most looking forward to knowing how last season ended? Hmm. I've stumped you both in my return.
0: I want to see what happens to, I mean, I think always like going in, there are the characters that I'm watching for. And even though there are characters I like, like Danny, uh, I'm not particularly, it's not why I'm watching the show. Why I'm watching the show is to see what happens with Tywin Lannister, uh, maybe to a lesser degree, uh, Theon, but also really, um, Davos. I think Davos and Tywin are the two that I'm most looking forward to watching their, their arcs, even though you, you could argue that Davos is part of Stannis' arc. In that case, Tywin and Stannis um, are the ones I most want to see, and I want to see them do a lot in Season 4.
1: Not to uh, you get into a discussion about arcs, but seeing as how Davos is the point-of-view character, would you, would you say that Davos... Well... It's the other way around, actually. You 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 pose it as Davos being part of Stannis's arc. Can't you argue that Stannis is part of Davos's arc?
0: Well, you're talking about the book or the show.
1: Well, I mean, in the book, like I said, Davos is your point of view character, not Stannis.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Darn, Micah, <laughs> nicely worded. I came,
1: I came ready to go.
0: Stannis is part of Davos's. Yeah, yeah. What well, that meds they're giving you is making you sharp, man. <laughs> uh, but uh, okay, in that case, yeah. Screw so Stannis. In. He's part <laughs> of Davos's arc. Jesus. <laughs> I hope season four is as seaworthy as, uh, as season three was. <laughs> me, me too. Because um, that was badass. I've ass. missed
1: these uh, corny jokes. I'll be honest with you.
0: Aww. Yeah. We, okay, Zach, what are you what are you looking forward to? Not knowing, of course, because we, you and I, don't read, buddy.
1: I don't read it all ever. Um, <laughs> I'm going
2: I'm looking forward to Arya, Sansa, John, Shay, Tyrion, um, Danny, hmm, what else? Sam, hmm. <laughs>
0: You wanna name the whole cast? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Zach's just looking forward to the show coming
0: Marguerite,
2: back. Uh, Mar- yeah, marjorie, uh marjorie Um I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what's happening with Tyrion, you know? I want to know what's going on in his world. What's Tyrion Lannister up to post Red Wedding World? What's uh, Tywin going on with? You know, what's going on with uh, Theon and Ramsay Snow, a.k.a. Bolton? You know, I want to know what the resolution was with this stuff. Also, I just really want to know what is North of the Wall. And I want mm. to know everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you think the Bolt, uh, sidetrack before we get to Mike's, but do you think the Boltons are going to end up being. A villain, like a recurring villain, kind of like the Lannisters have been the last couple seasons. You think that they're gonna get in trouble for what they did, uh, their complacency or their complicitness in the Red Wedding? Or will it have just to be wait brushed. to see. Well, will it be just brushed under the rug because there's nobody left to to take them to task?
1: Are you looking for a response? No, or... no,
0: no, not at all. Please continue with what you're looking forward to. <laughs>
1: what are you looking forward to, Micah? Are you just going to bleep out everything that I'm going to say uh, yeah. here over the next uh, <laughs> I'm put a 30 seconds? Uh, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to a lot of the same things uh, that you guys already mentioned. Uh, looking forward to a number of new characters uh, being introduced uh, this season. We've gotten some news about that over the last couple months. I know a couple of the listeners tweeted in that as uh, what they're most looking forward to. Uh, we know that we have a wedding that is coming up, uh, between the Lannisters and the Tyrells. And that, uh, certainly if the past is any indication, we know that weddings are very special occasions, uh, in Westeros. So, I'm um, interested to see how that all plays itself out. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the power players or what I consider to be the power players in, Varys and Littlefinger, so I'm really interested to see how those characters develop this season, and you know, what they continue to do to progress the the storyline and manipulate really many of the other people uh, that we have come to like uh, in the show, and really similar to what Zach said, you know, John has returned to the wall. Uh, and he's been reunited in his bromance with Sam, so um I'm looking forward to see, you know, now that Jon has returned to the Wall, and, you know, he was previously a deserter of the Night's Watch, and left, you know, all those men, he's killed half Halfhand, it's going to be interesting to see how they receive him back, uh if they receive him back. They'll make a lovely
0: decoration on their wall.
1: Exactly. So, I mean, there's so many great storylines uh, and so many great characters. And as I mentioned, probably as we were recapping season three, you know, we're left with the sense that the Lannisters have really dealt a serious blow uh, to the Starks. Uh, and you know, Stannis is just kind of off doing his own weird thing with Melisandre. So. Uh you know, they he really was the one who suffered the big blow at the end of season two, and now the Starks at the end of season three. So the Lannisters are left in a very much a position of power, and it seems like things are going very well for them. Uh so I'm interested to see if that continues to be the case in season
2: four. Just overall for me, like from an organizational standpoint, I'm really interested to see what HBO plans to do after the Reigns of Castamere. because I know that, you know, before this was all done and they were getting everything together, this was kind of one of those points where they were like, if we can make it here and everybody sees this episode and and feels the real tone of what the story is moving forward. Like I know that Ned was beheaded at the end of the first season and that shook some doors but let's be honest we've been seeing sean bean die for years no one was really surprised
1: right
0: <laughs> what sean
1: bean dies well, i think what? there should be a disclaimer in anything that sean bean is in that just Uh-oh. says if
0: you've seen tumblr it exists Micah.
1: <laughs> oh it does okay so
2: that happened but the red wedding really shook some people up like i, I remember just mm-hmm. talking to people personal therapy that are my, my friends that watch the show as well that were just like hey you do this podcast right like what the hell happened just out of nowhere <laughs> like i i was watching this episode and it was way too happy and then all of a sudden boom these main characters were just brutally freaking killed just destroyed on the in the middle of the show so it's like what what now and so i i see what hbo was thinking when they were putting putting this all together and they were like all right well once this reaches here this is the scene we kind of all wanted to do it's so dramatic and so important and makes such a stand in the middle of storytelling and modern television like how do we move forward so, organizationally, I'm I'm super excited to see, in a post-Red Wedding world, how HBO plans to make the show.
0: Mm-hmm. And what the show will be like. Well, aside
2: from what George has already written and is already available to the public, that's fine. But it's like, ah, uh, they can breathe. Like, the Red Wedding's over with. How do we push forward with all of these new characters? How do we push forward with the falling action for what actually happened? And how do we set up the new stuff that is actually a mystery and nobody knows about yet?
1: What's interesting to me is that it's always going to be a falling action, at least for a considerable period of time, right? Because yeah. we're still feeling the effects of what happened to Ned, and I think that's kind of what you were t- touching on you know, earlier. And I feel like it's going to be the case with the Red Wedding as well. You know, there, There's that whole line that the North remembers, and it's just kind of always there. I don't know if you'd refer to it as being a subplot, but... It's just, it's always lurking and you just want, you want as a fan to see, as Eric said, the Boltons get their due or the Lannisters get their due because these are characters that you've really come to identify with over the first three seasons and you've had them brutally ripped away from you, uh, especially uh, with what happened in the reigns of Castamere. And I'm interested from you know, more of a reader standpoint to see how they grow. Danny as a character and, and what things they look to do for her uh, as it relates to screen time because, you know, as as we have talked about on this show before, you know, as, as Storm of Swords comes to a close, uh, she's really absent uh, from the fourth book. She's not a point of view character. And so it's going to be um, a tricky deal for the showrunners and, you know, some of the producers and directors to really figure out how to incorporate her story into this season and beyond. Well,
0: there's still seasons. They're still doing book 3 just the second half, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, they are. Um but I would assume just from a progression standpoint and knowing what part of her story arc they've reached already uh that uh they're going to need to pull in some things that happened uh a little bit later on uh in the series unless they just, you know, kind of extend Right, some of her stay in these uh, cities.
0: Well, with Danny, it's like she's got her army now, and her dragons are coming closer and closer to being, you know, uh, fire breathers, so able, you know, able bodied, fuller of strength. It's just like it's only a matter of time before she flies over and kills everybody. So it's kind of hard they're, they're going to have to give her stuff to do that kind of delays her, even if it's not in the books. Like I kind of wouldn't mind not even seeing her until she shows up again and is ready to kill everybody on the shores of Westeros. Oh man, that's terrible though. I think i yeah, but I think not because I don't like her, but I think that that's kind of, I mean, it'd be cool just like, if we didn't see her, like instead of giving them, giving her like little chores, like, Oh my God, my dragons were stolen. Who took them for four episodes? Like just put her on the back burner. Let us know that she's still back there and have her reveal like, when she arrives on the shores of Westeros to be the biggest thing and, and to have it be bigger because we didn't see her coming.
1: But uh, these are the challenges that thankfully aren't ours to deal with. Uh, there are some very creative people that uh, are tasked with that and I think they've done a great job so far and, you know, it's just inevitable that they're going to run into these types of situations because you, we even saw it with Rob, uh, you know, Rob is never a point of view character throughout the course of the entire series and you know still they were able to find a way and i think obviously it's a little bit easier uh when it comes to television to kind of focus in on him uh, but you're you're reaching a point with certain characters where they're they're not as much the focus and you know Danny was one of them uh and Brand is another and you know certainly i would expect and we've seen some news and casting and other things like that characters related to his story arc that you know, they're just going to have to start to bring things in because they really don't have a choice.
0: Well, now I know that uh, just like us, uh, your Game of Thrones hosting panel, um, some of us have read the series, uh, books beyond the book that we're currently on in Clash of Kings, and some haven't. Same with our listeners. Some have. Some haven't read. But we did ask everybody what they were thinking.
1: We asked the world.
0: We asked the world. We are we the world. We are the children. We asked them all <laughs> what they would like to see in season four. And Micah, you generously, uh, apparently despoilerized. Uh, you took out the ones, you took out the ones that would have revealed too much. Eric,
1: you said something, um, after I, I let both you and Zach know that I put out a tweet. And I told, I, what did I say to you? I called you a dumbass or something to that effect because I think. You, you you were so <laughs> shocked by some of the things that you were reading. And I said, no, hold on a second. Let me read them because, in, you know, inevitably people, uh, because it was retweeted by <laughs> net, are going to reply with certain things uh, that are. Spoilerish. And oh, that, Jesus. That, that's my fault, actually, for not including <laughs> yeah. some sort of spoiler. So you're telling me to comment. stay away
0: from the tweets? Let's get it out of here. Eric
2: screenshots <laughs> a tweet from from Gabriel R. who says, Death, so much death, I want it! <laughs> in caps. We text that to us in our group text, and he goes, OMG in caps
1: these responses. But is that really, is that yeah. really a, a shock? I mean, we're no, talking about absolutely not. death. A song of so much and death. Fire. We know what's to, to be expected this season delivers as it relates to that there's there's no question about it it is one of my it's going to be my favorite season i think you know i know i i talked to big game selena talked a big game leading up to the red wedding and we 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 gave it a name we threw it out there and you know i'm really impressed that you guys didn't find out what it was up until the actual episode i'm not going to throw anything out there i'm just going to say this season delivers it's gonna be awesome <laughs> well good brought to you by
2: hbo.com and hbo affiliates
0: i took a peek at these tweets so these are the most watered down non-descript tweets ever about what people are looking forward to that's
1: no way to talk about our listeners Come no, on no no mike
0: it's you mike it's you you literally picked a tweet that I, says
1: are you saying i edited them down? this
0: is from victoria <laughs> Who says Arya's storyline? <laughs> Exclamation point!
1: Ex- and that's like, okay, it's commercially she acceptable. likes Arya.
0: That's cool. I'm sure it's going somewhere cool. But it's just like that's not. I try and well, I agree,
1: Victoria. That's I don't what know. I, I kind of want to be like yeah. uh, Arya's yeah. storyline. Well, let's talk about that for a second. You know, we left Arya in a uh, a pretty weird position with the Hound. Very weird. And she just killed a couple of uh red wedding attendees that were boasting about what happened to Rob and Catelyn and. One who even said that he had a hand in it. So
0: that's not very ladylike to behave that way just because you weren't on the guest list. Leave her
1: alone, buddy. <laughs> she's going through a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, an interesting character to watch over the next uh, season, and uh, I'll just uh, leave it there. I'll I'll leave it there.
0: Yeah,
2: I'm just gonna move on to the next tweet then, unless Eric wants to.
0: Uh, next tweet: uh, Dan Santillo says. The coming of the Dornish and most importantly the Red Viper. <laughs> I know I just think of an <laughs> automobile every time. Every time.
1: He seems to be a highly anticipated character uh from you know just seeing comments and tweets and all other sorts of messaging on the interwebs, uh even when he was casted. Uh there's there's a lot of talk about this character and fans who read the books in particular are, are really looking forward to seeing uh, him on the screen. Yeah, it's been big news. Yeah,
0: I remember when the I, we saw the news that he was cast and uh, I guess like Dorne seems to be a, a cool place. Who knew? But I, I did know just kind of from intuition that we will be seeing some of Dorne. I mean that's where is it Marcella was sent off to and we know that I think that In terms of these locations that pop up in Game of Thrones, not one of them is just kind of ignored. You know, he gets to all of them eventually, it
1: would seem. Right. And, uh, that's, that's why as the series goes on, the world really continues to expand beyond a lot of the places that we've come to know over the first couple of books in the series.
0: Uh, Here's an interesting one, uh, again on, on Twitter. Uh, Mel de Cavado or Cavado, uh, says, Sansa, I am looking forward to that whole Sansa story arc. Me too. And yeah, I would have to agree with this. Um people have been talking for years about how Sansa is weak at first, but she's just she's one kind of person and then she slowly becomes perhaps even like the most secret badass game player, etc. Like I've we've seen enough of the the former. I'm starting I'm very interested in beginning to see the latter. I hope she actually Kicks some ass. Not just some interior monologue witticisms to Joffrey. Right. I want a little more out of my Sansa in season four.
1: <laughs> That's fair, I, I suppose. And actually, speaking of uh, our good friend Winter Coup, uh, he has departed New York City. No. He's done his show at Radio City Music Hall. He's off to uh, enjoy some vacation time. Back to the unemployment office for the Winter Coup. <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> Until con season. <laughs> but uh, Sansa is another one that... Uh, you know, when we last left her with, uh, being married off to Tyrion, she's now officially a part of the Lannister family. And Ooh. I like the fact that she's protected though. I was because... going to say, does
0: that mean she's protected? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, against the I think she's Star very cursed. much
1: protected by Tyrion.
0: Yeah.
1: And of, of anybody, um, you would really want her to be in his protection because you, know, they, I, I forget the exact line. The reality is that he's the best that there really is uh, out of that cropping. And how she's now going to interact with Joffrey and Cersei is going to be quite a lot of fun to watch.
0: she's uh, Cersei's her mother-in-law now.
1: <laughs> no, sister-in-law.
0: Uh, no. Wait, yes. Oh, my God. He was
1: doing some Targaryen mathematics. Hard yeah,
0: Targaryen <laughs> Well, she'd be both, yeah. Um No, sister-in-law. So Sansa and Cersei are sisters.
1: <laughs> Say that five times. Yes.
0: <clears throat> Sansa, Cersei, sisters. Sansa, uh, Cersei, sisters. I
1: knew no. he was going to do it, too. Yeah, well. That's the worst me, part. Too.
0: Hey, you know, of all of our listeners, I have to hand this to, this may be preemptive. I don't think it is, though. You got to hand it to Jen Wyman on Twitter, Uh because uh, she knows what's going on. For when we asked, what are you looking forward to in season four, Jen Wyman's reply was, Episode nine.
2: Just episode. <laughs> Don't 9. Don't know
0: what's coming, as I'm still listening to the book, but I'm sure it will be exciting.
2: Yeah, and, uh, that's fair. Yes,
0: this Jen, whose Twitter is Citizen C3PO on Twitter, uh, has picked up on the pattern really, which is that Episode nine is always the big one. Yes, in in the series. Not that they all aren't big; they are. Uh, and I think that on the Wicknet Awards show, we touched on some of the earlier moments in Series three,
1: and uh, you know, we did get some news. Over the, uh, the last couple of weeks that, you know, episode nine is going to have a battle of some sort, uh, where it's going to happen and who's going to be involved is to be determined. But, uh, if that's any indication, then episode nine will continue the trend. Uh, though I would like to say if I were a betting man, I'm sorry, I'm bringing in lines from other podcasts here you should be sorry i should be sorry eric said that so very seriously too i would i would bet on episode 10 uh delivering a lot to be desired i think there's going to be a lot of really strong episodes this season um probably a little bit different from seasons past uh but I, i i really am that's why i'm looking so much forward to this damn show already. And I swear if Phil gets like the first four episodes again, I'm going down <laughs> to his house right? and I'm going to, I'm going to knock on his door, you know, whatever he needs. So you got to babysit his kids. I don't care. <laughs> you know, make them dinner.
0: <laughs> Uncle Micah is over. Yeah.
2: There. <laughs> yeah. Second half of ASOS. This is from Ram, Ram Dent. Ram is tweeting ASOS. on Twitter. Second half of ASOS is the most captivating part of the series. Season four is going to be awesome. King's Landing storyline will be great. Eric, thoughts?
0: King's Landing storyline will be great is the quote that I most look at because I don't know that I like all the politics just sitting in one place in these things. It's great because Tyrion is great, but I don't necessarily care to watch all these families come together, the Tyrells, the Lannisters, more than I would care to see people blowing shit up in an uncharted territory north of the Wall and over out east with Misa, you know? So, yeah, I'm sure that King's Landing plots will all be well-crafted, because they always are, but I hope there's enough not taking place in King's Landing.
1: I think that uh, there will be plenty that will not take place uh, at King's Landing, but I think there's a lot of cool stuff that we have to look forward to there as well, though, because it's not just politics, you know, we're going to have a pretty big event that's bringing two families together and
0: Well, that's politics, right?
1: Yeah, in a way, in a way you're right, but I think that it's watching all the characters that are involved, you know, in this event and and how it all plays itself out. And I would tend to agree with you also though on the battle side of things because with both Starks, right? Or I should say all three Starks that have been killed so far in the series we really didn't have them lost to us through battle. You know, it, Ned had his head chopped off, and then we had the Red Wedding. And so you are, our heroes are kind of, it's almost like a sucker punch.
0: Well, that's because they're so good. That's because they're unstoppable in battle.
1: <laughs> well,
0: that that's really what it is. Like, Rob Stark kicked the Lannister's ass so many times that the only way they could kill him, or snuff him, I should say, the only way they could snuff him was secretly, you know, by, by surprise. Yeah.
1: But uh, I think you'll be happy with uh, how the storyline plays out. Good. We got another tweet here from Yas, who says, "Most looking forward to yes, Odor. <laughs>
0: it's
1: a simple request. He'll be there. He Odor, will be there.
2: You got your bases covered.
1: He will be there. Mm-hmm. Witsy <laughs> also wrote in to say, "Joffrey's wedding. May his marriage be long <laughs> and prosperous." Yeah. A little bit of kind words. From and it won't be you misplaced. I think that uh, there's a bit of wittiness to witsy's uh tweet a little bit of sarcasm there i detect perhaps
2: yeah uh, he likes joffrey yes. ana Katarina mendes says Ooh. sansa i am so looking forward hashtag team sansa wow do you Everybody's like your sansa, sansa with more sansa hashtag team sansa
0: <laughs> well you just what one of the guys just abbreviated uh a storm of swords as a sauce <laughs> i was thinking of duck duck sauce a sauce and Sansa, didn't you just say something? Like I said anyway, nothing anyway. about
2: Sansa, no? Nope.
0: Scott Glennon also agrees and says, Sansa's storyline, <laughs> I think a lot of people will be surprised by it. Uh, also the Red Viper. Hashtag, unbowed, unbent, unbroken. Unbow, unbow un, unbowed, 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 unbent, unbroken? Is that the hashtag? Huh. I wonder if that's a mantra of the Red Viper?
1: Could be. This is middle name.
0: It should really just be last a little longer, <laughs> stay fresh a little longer.
1: <laughs> All right, and the uh, the final tweet here from Chris Royals says, "Oberyn Martell, the Red Viper of Dorne, one of the best characters in the series." So that's
0: cool to hear. Yeah. Uh, and More I, I love. Don't, I don't think it's a spoiler, but it is like. It's kinda of, okay, this guy's like the serious black of Game of Thrones. Just a cool dude. Every time you see him you're like How do you know? damn, he's cool.
2: I'm guessing. I think that um it's just like I said earlier, it's really exciting that we're gonna have, you know, a new chapter, not to be like playing on the word chapter with the being based on literature, but it's a new chapter of the show, you know, post Red Wedding World. Yeah. So all these new people are gonna be important.
1: We do get two more tweets in here. Um you know, as we were uh, recording this episode, I'm going to read one of them. I'm going to read the, leave the other to Zach because I think only he can uh, do this uh, voice that is required. But so the uh, the first one is from Katie, who says the Adventures of Arya and the Hound, and the Red Viper of Dorne. So uh, another another vote there for Arya, another vote there for the Red Viper, and uh, going to. Uh, Send this to Zach right now. Okay, it's in Skype. All
2: right. From John Webster, our next tweet, casually set up by Sir Michael Tannenbaum, it says, At Game of Phones, <laughs> looking forward to the ready, oh, I see, We're looking forward to the royal wedding. Jack Sparrow voice, drinks all around. <laughs> there you go. That
1: was kind of like a Robert Baratheon, which I actually like a little bit more.
2: Betsy!
0: All right, all right.
2: Drinks all around. <laughs> Reach for the sky, bullseye. That, that is the
0: Q word to to, 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 to get into your Mark Addy voice. Thank the gods for Betsy.
2: Yeah, it's like it's, – it's the warm-up you do when you're singing. You're like da-ba-da. Da. Then you're like, all right, thank the gods for Betsy. You're not a man till you've made the eight. And you know the list goes on.
0: <laughs> well, the list does in fact go on both on Twitter and on Facebook. You've heard from our Twitter uh, followers. Now let's head uh, head over to our Facebook where – People scrawled upon our wall to let them know – to let us know uh, what uh, they felt about season four. This first one is a particular favorite of mine. Uh, Dobbs Mia says, I'm waiting for the part when – dot, dot, dot. I can't spoil, so I'll just say boobs. I'm looking forward to lots of boobs in the upcoming season.
1: Let's face it. Who is (laughs) it? Well. I mean, that's why I watch the show. This
0: season better not lack. This season, there better not be a lack of boobs.
2: There probably will. they Are gonna replace Are saying the boobs last like said there was a lack of boobs? Blood but there's a death.
0: shortage of perfect tits in the world, as uh, <laughs> Carrie Ewell said in that other movie. <laughs>
2: next, next, I'm uh, sure uh, our listeners really appreciate
0: it. It's a Princess Bride reference. That's the most non-PGPG <laughs> right. film ever.
1: Uh, Inigo, right,
2: uh, Joe Ludvigson <laughs> says, I'm most looking forward to the PW. And it was an edited comment, so who knows what he really meant. Who knows? <laughs> the PW is a reference I know, but to don't, the... Listen, you know what? RW okay, was too much. It was too much. It's too late to apologize.
0: RW was too much? I just thought Ron Weasley would show up. People kept saying it. RW.
2: From Bevan Boychuk. Jon Snow's story arc. Arc's a popular word tonight, people. If you're mm. listening at home, take a drink.
0: Who built the arc? No, uh,
2: no. 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 I'm Bev and I agree with you. I uh, I think that's going to be interesting to see what happens.
1: Then uh finally from Shelby Lynn Walker, she wrote the PW password so her her and Joe are uh on the uh the same page followed by a particularly epic duel. Yeah. So uh yes, uh I'm in agreement with Shelby, looking forward to that. And so uh I appreciate though uh everybody here keeping it Relatively generic and not giving away (laughs) too much information. We do try and keep things unsullied here, and uh, we want people to be able to listen to the show without being spoiled as to what is to come in Season 4 and beyond. Uh, So thank you to those who scrawled on our wall. And did so uh, without spoilering.
2: It is Friday, and I know that everyone's really excited about this new announcement, but I just want to remind people that in a very small amount of time, we're going to have our first official real trailer to look at that's more than a few shots over a few seconds. So it's going to be really exciting. And just having a date, I know that it doesn't really make much of a difference. You know, like it was going to come either way. We knew it was made. We knew that they had made it. We know that we've been greenlit for a next season even. But um, I... I'm just really excited to know that we have an official countdown. Like, the clock has begun, and it feels like we are, we've we officially shifted into that next year because before it was like, all right, it's after Season 3. When Season 4 comes around, that's going to be cool. But I was just thinking to myself tonight, like, wait, it's a, it's going to be here. Like, this is where we were last year. So gear up, people.
1: New characters and episodic footage. That's what it says, which is really groundbreaking, I yeah, know. Yeah, very, very groundbreaking. <laughs>
2: be sure sure to check out True Detective uh, looking the list goes on people
1: (laughs) it's going to be a lot of fun to get this trailer it's 8.55pm eastern and uh, I'm going to be watching Zach I know you'll be watching Eric you'll be watching yes Uh, maybe uh, possibly uh, you can almost with 100% certainty expect uh, that our Monday episode will have everything and anything Uh, to do with this trailer and uh, we look forward to hearing your feedback on what you see and we will certainly include it uh, in our Monday episode so Eric why don't you tell them how they can provide us their thoughts
0: well uh, just as soon as you guys see the trailer and are looking for that certain somebody to react you can find yourself contacting us And you may do it one of three ways (laughs) that will get to us immediately. The first is on Twitter. Send us a tweet. Tweet us at Game of Owns. And if you follow us on Twitter, you'll probably see a tweet come out from us asking you what you thought. Just hit reply to that, and it will automatically add that at reply. Then another way, if you happen to be a Facebooker, and, uh yeah, I don't have anything more clever to follow up with that. <laughs> if you're on Facebook, facebook.com slash – I was going to say something about a bookmark being – to save your place in the book. It didn't make any sense really. Um it, Facebook.com slash people. G- Game of uh, – this is difficult. I'm crashing. Facebook.com slash Game of Owns or just search Game of Owns, you know. The third way is by email. You can email us contact at Game of Owns dot com is the email address yeah we're
2: gonna be reading some emails on our monday episode probably chances are some of you will have more to say than what a tweet allows chances are some of you will have some more personal spoilery things to say that will kind of not be allowed on facebook i guess everything's allowed on facebook but i feel like people just understand social oh, cues. not nipples
0: apparently nipples are not allowed on Facebook.
2: well eh, there's a place for nipples and i don't know if facebook's that place it's for face is
0: <laughs> yep,
2: and comments on our show there comes a special time in our show that we've kind of held off on because a certain person hasn't been here. And I'm talking specifically of Micah, who you've heard on tonight's show. He's he's here with us still. He hasn't gone anywhere. Micah, say hello to everybody. Hello to everybody. Micah has been here. He's saying hello just because. I think this is the latest delay we've ever had in introducing the show. But this is Game of Owens, Um And we're here to queue up Micah to read our
1: latest iTunes review. Oh, well, thank you. uh Well, if you want me to read the latest iTunes review, it's from Mzona, or, sorry, Manzona, and it just says, I like your show. Five stars. Great <laughs> so, review. I mean, how, how much better could we close the episode this week? Short
0: and sweet. <laughs> you know, what you are,
1: of course, referring to uh is the great uh reviews that we receive on iTunes from listeners of the show, and they know that uh nothing less than five stars is acceptable. It is the year twenty fourteen. It is the month of January, but guess what? Things have not changed. So uh and it's great to see that the listeners are still abiding by our rules and regulations here uh in the new year. But you know, in addition to Manzona's review, uh I did want to read uh a couple more because some people did take the time to uh to write these out. And uh, there's some some really great things that uh, they had to say. The first one is from "Ours is the Fury," one one two, possibly different from our own "Ours is the Fury." We're not quite sure. One one
2: two, you know, that's a rare number combination. So it it probably is probably someone else. This podcast gets an
1: own. Uh, that's the title, and uh, they, they go on to say, <laughs> "Cute." This podcast brings a smile to my face every time I see a new episode in my iTunes list. With a chapter-by-chapter breakdown that helps digest the massive books that George has written with some sprinkled-in episode recaps, this podcast gives me a non-spoiler way to get my Game of Thrones fix. I'm an unsullied like Eric and Zach, but I find the task of getting through the books less daunting with you guys. I recommend that anyone who enjoys Game of Thrones listen to Game of Owns and soon become a part of what has to be the biggest inside jokes that never let you see a camel or a bear without laughing to yourself. <laughs> wow, that's that's so an honor, uh, actually. That was really well written. So uh, we thank you, ours of the fury, one one two. Thank you. Uh, My heart feels good because of you. Inside jokes. I mean, I can't imagine what that's like. Uh, what do we What do we do? That's uh, dude. Check this out. All right, listen to this bag. I've got a
2: bag here of things that pop. And make a spark like Deku Nuts, and I try to tell people about it. All right, I'm going to throw it on the table right now. You're going to be able to hear it. Now tell me if this doesn't sound just like a Deku nut, and it doesn't spark.
0: Right? Yes. Right? There's yeah. gunpowder all over masks? my
1: computer, but
2: it just happened.
1: Do you, do you, <laughs> Eric's, have, Eric's stuck on the mask, guy. Do you have any <laughs> masks in the,
0: in the bag? You know, my, my amount of knowledge of how many things from Zelda I could remember or pick up, games that I've never played— uh, could I remember is the mask guy filled it. So you got any masks? Not
2: yet, but Katie Cat has a review, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah, she yes yeah, she does. And Eric, I got a
1: bomb chew I'm gonna send you one. Oh line.
2: no. G 91 landshark from Wow, they stole it. Sorry. That doesn't sound
0: pleasant. Uh,
1: it's a fun game. Katie Cat one two three four says Game of Owns is one of my favorite podcasts. I have listened since the fourth or fifth podcast came oh, out. Wow. Uh but I've never commented or tweeted or anything. Before. Hello, uh, 80%
0: of. All right,
1: I drive back and forth between college and my hometown a few times a month. <laughs> Why so you I say college up... like that? What I say? College. College. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I drive home back and forth between college.
1: All right, sorry. All right. Katie. Uh, Great so review. I hoard Woo! up the episodes to play for the long drive.
2: Uh, You're a hoarder, Katie. Uh,
1: Game of Owns has been amazing since the beginning. Zach, boom. Micah, Eric, and so You said boom because you spelled your name right, right? No, you spelled it wrong.
2: What do you mean oh, the other person no, spelled has... it right? I have a... That's a character from Surf Ninjas, Zatch. Oh. That ain't me. Oh,
1: that was <laughs> Zatch. That's not me. Anyway, all of us, Z-M-E-S, are uh, all hilarious and smart, and they all seem like real and natural friends. Uh, with some podcasts I listen to, you can tell the hosts don't really get along.
2: And it's awkward,
0: does the view have a podcast?
2: I was just thinking about how many we've made, and if if I, if I didn't like <laughs> you guys, we've we've had a had a hard time so far. Yeah, <laughs> the, the analysis. Yeah, I'm, glad, I'm
0: glad that my uh, enjoyment of uh, the theon character really hasn't polarized us. <laughs> yeah, it, sent us it's like wait you different. you ways. like this
2: guy in a book will never work out. yeah.
0: Eric. I'm glad I haven't been uh, made to walk the plank yet over that
2: The walk of
1: shame. Anyway, Katie goes on to say, <laughs> Sorry, Katie. We'll we'll, f- we'll finish your review. We promise, Katie. <laughs> Sorry, Katie. <laughs> uh the analysis of the books is great and I love when Selena is on for these episodes because she has great insights. Yes, it's very true. Uh overall the discussions of the books chapter by chapter is deep and thoughtful. Also, I love the Harry Potter references. They have been a bit lacking lately. Tuck your shirt in, like, Scruffy! <laughs> keep up the great work. Uh, Katie, P.S. Even if I was not threatened to be slapped by Hodor's prosthetic, I'd still give five stars. Smiley face. So uh, thank you, Katie. And uh Eric, you mentioned Sirius Black earlier in the show, so I think we have that hey, covered. Hey, there yeah. we go. huh. Well, Katie, this episode is for you.
2: Unofficially, actually, we're going to dedicate it to both Katie and Ars is the Fury unofficially.
1: And Manzona
2: for I Like Your Show. That was still good. Yep. Man- uh, maybe
1: he only had a couple minutes, or she only had a couple minutes. I'm assuming it's a he because it's Manzona, but hey, you never know no, no. in this day and age. Yeah, uh, no. So, uh, yeah, maybe he only had, uh or she only had uh, a couple of uh seconds to write a review, but still took the time to do so, so we appreciate it
0: we do certainly well apologies to Arya Stark but we're out of time
1: yeah sorry Arya we'll see you
2: later on as the days progress and we get closer and closer to season 4
0: season 4 start the countdown is there
1: is there a one up yet on winners coming down oh yet?
0: there should be Let's look. I mean what are they waiting for
1: Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes you just can't meet an ending to the show, so I'm just going to say I'm Mike Tanpa. That is Eric Scullington.
0: And I think there's about 12 weeks to the new season. Says Zach Louie. Oh,
1: oh, oh. Wow, that was well done, well done. Well done.
2: I'm oh, looking forward to That's that trailer. 16. How about you? I got spirit. Yeah. I- I'm looking forward to it. I need to clean these gloves, though, because I was digging around in the dirt earlier. They're dirty.
0: Did you find a mask?
2: <sighs> Sleep well. <laughs> children good night everybody see you monday
1: College, 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 college.